you wonder what happened in sports today, Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today. Cracking some jokes the podcast way. Goals on goals. Where homers on homers. Tutties on tutties. Got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into Petrilli. We're talking about the fightings, baby. The fightings. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the BSP podcast. Man, Phillies are red, red hot. Had a little hiccup Sunday afternoon. It was an ugly one. But like John Crock said, if you're going to lose one, get the clunker out of the way. And that's what they did. They're bounced back. Winners of 10 out of their last 11. Make sure you go check out my latest uh, post on YouTube. Go subscribe, like the video, give a comment. What you thought? Uh, a little bit of a vlog went down to the game um, the last Friday night against the Diamondbacks. Got a nice seven to five win. Like I said in the video, nothing's ever easy for the Phillies, but they gave up a couple runs there to make it interesting. But Reese Hoskins with two big dingers. Hopefully he gets going and he gives them the lead that night. Man team is just an absolutely turned it around Aaron Nola tonight on fire great pitching matchup the thing that this game proved last uh on Monday night if this was last year they lose that game to Alcantara and the Miami Marlins Rojas the absolute Phillies killer they you know you keep bringing it up the guy's a stud when he plays the Phillies uh, Alcantara is one of the best pitchers in the MLB quietly Dude's a stud, 100 miles per hour at, when he was at 101 in the eighth inning. I mean, guy's nuts. An absolute great pitching matchup going up against Aaron Nola in South Philadelphia. 2-1 ball game. You're like, man, Aaron Nola gave it at your all. Phillies bats just couldn't figure it out. That's kind of what you're looking at going into the post game there. Hopefully you bounce back and you take the next two. DD says, nope, picks up JT Real Muto after he hits into a double play, drives in Reese Hoskins, ties it up in the bottom of the eighth inning. Just what a turnaround this team has had, where you can have the confidence that they're not out of it, that they will keep fighting, because these are the fighting fills. <laughs> God, that was corny. <laughs> but they will keep Fighting, and that's what you want. That's what Philadelphia wants. These one run, these three run, four run games where you you think that they're just gonna just roll over and die. The past eleven games, well, ten games, this team doesn't quit. It's not quitting. It has a different attitude. They know they can win it. You hear it when they talk in their post game interviews. They know that they have the talent. They have the capability to win these ball games. And you're seeing it, finally. Wasn't all Joe Girardi's fart? No, no, not at all. But this team needed a, w- a wake-up call, an attitude check. They got it, and man, they are red hot. Red hot. want to thank everybody for tuning in. Another episode here. Make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Check out the YouTube page. Like I said, it was a lot of fun. 
this past weekend going down to the game. I went to a Yankees game too on Sunday. I, that's why I didn't really get to watch too much of the game, uh, the Phillies game. I, I brought my magic, like I said, to the Bronx. I mean, I don't want to, I'm, you know, mostly a Philly sports podcast here, but man, that Yankees team, ridiculous. I felt bad for the Cubs. I felt bad for the Chicago Cubs. I went to that game that was 18 to four, something like that. It was nuts. One thing I want to say was the difference going to that Phillies game Friday night and going to that Yankees game Saturday afternoon. Huge, huge difference. The Phillies packed, packed house. Yankees, it was a lot of empty seats. It was a little overcast. You might have thought there was some rain. But this team's 25 games over 500. They should be selling out every game. That's embarrassing. If the Phillies were like that, this uh, you saw what it was like back from 06 till 2011. Sold out the whole time. A little embarrassing. A little embarrassing. That Phillies game Friday night, it was bumping. Everybody was there having a good time. You were there to watch baseball. It was good to have that feeling again, you know? Who says that nowadays? It's fun to watch baseball. Not a lot. Not a lot. Baseball has been struggling for the past couple years now, getting that audience. It's fun when you're winning. For sure. But having that attitude, the summer vibes, the people hanging out a little bit beforehand, getting a little getting a little turn, have some fun. And you go into the stadium, you're high fiving. Everybody is just there and on the same exact page where you feel it. You feel it in the ballpark. Things have kind of changed. They've turned. And it's what I was asking for a couple weeks ago when they finally made that move and got rid of Joe. I was, I was very hesitant. I was very frustrated. I knew something had to change. Damn it. I was right. Something changed for the way better. And now this team is red hot. I said, get seven back by the end of the month. You're already eight. Screw it. Go for the division. At this point, get two, one back of the Mets. The Mets stink. They absolutely stink. They have a tough schedule. They got the Astros a couple times, got the Braves. Take advantage now. And then this next July and August, it's going to be a lot of fun. And even September. That's where it's most important. Get into that September and October now. That's where the eyes are. That's where all the excitement is with this Phillies team. And they can do it. It's it, it's funny how the game of baseball goes. You're not going to win them all. Like you saw, you're one of the hottest teams in baseball. You get lose 13 to one. That'll happen. But the biggest thing is to make sure it doesn't happen night in and night out. And that's what this team was doing the first month and a half of the season. They weren't taking two out of one. They were they would lose these series to the Marlins. They would lose those two to one games to bad baseball teams like the Texas Rangers. You can't have that. Your schedule is opening up here. You play the Marlins. You play the Nationals. You play the Rangers. Padres are a good team, but you've been able to handle your business a little bit this year against them. Take advantage now because 
you lost a lot of ground at the beginning of the year. You got to make up for it. I think they can do it. You still have guys on this team that aren't clicking, which is the most exciting part about it. Sir Anthony Dominguez, clicking. That dude is absolutely electric. I could go on and on about him. I mean, the way this pitches, the fastball either cuts in at 98 or it dives down at 98. Good luck trying to touch that bad boy. He is finally healthy. And we could talk about whether he should be the closer or not. We're not going to get into that right now. But other people that are clicking. Bryce Harper's clicking. He's been clicking for most of the year. Reese Hoskins is finally starting to get it going. Like, with the big RBI single, I guess it was called, last night. A couple home runs when I was there on Friday night. Starting to pick it up. Schwarber's had an awesome month of June. Might be the best June baseball player of all time. Didi Gregorius has been the unsung hero since coming back. He has been able to just finally hit the ball the other way and not just swing for the fences. His power numbers haven't been there, and you can tell why. He has shortened up his swing. He's not afraid to slap it to that third base side because these guys are still playing him the pool like he was 2011 Didi trying to hit all his home runs to right field. He's shortening it up. He's hitting the ball where it's pitched. And he's getting on base. He's batting over 300, scored a bunch of runs. Guys made a difference with him coming back, being healthy, being humble, and not trying to hit the long ball because you got other guys in this lineup that can do it. And that's the biggest key where you see guys like Veerling, Matt Veerling coming in. He doesn't have to hit the long ball. Bryson Stott does it. Mickey Moniak. These guys don't, even Bryce Harper, he knows he doesn't have to. Because they all, they know that they have guys behind them that at the flick of a wrist, pretty much for these guys, can go yard and make a difference to hit a double. They don't have the pressure on them. Bryce Harper doesn't have the pressure. Oduble even doesn't even have the pressure that he had. Where two years ago, Oduble was probably your second best player. I know my dad probably loves that comment, but it's true. He probably was. Guys don't have that on them, that they don't have to hit the long ball. They don't have to drive the guys in. All they got to do is get on, and the team will figure it out. They have figured it out, and it's exciting. It's it's great to have baseball back. And it is going to be an awesome summer if they can keep continuing this now. Like I said, if you want to see the excitement, go check out my video. On the YouTube page, the BSP podcast, subscribe, like, and comment. I mean, I, you can see how much fun I had down at the game. I'm trying to go to a couple more for the Farsi show. In uh, a hopefully talk with them a little bit more. Try to get some man on the street stuff. Talk to you guys, awesome fans. That's kind of weird to say, isn't it? But hopefully, you know, gain a bunch of fans and talk to you guys. What you guys think too? That's the, that's what's awesome about social media and. You know, these things, the phones. I mean, go down. Hey, what do you think? And that's just the best part about it. I hope everybody enjoy this episode. I hope you're enjoying this turnaround the past two weeks, and I hope it keeps going because that's what Philadelphia needs. That's what this city needs. The Eagles are great. Sixers are great. But when it's the summer and the Phillies are red hot, everybody's going down to the ballpark. This stadium is beautiful. It's wide open. That's another thing. 
you go to Yankee Stadium, it's tunnels, it's all tunneled up, and then you walk out, and then you see the field. Gorgeous. Gorgeous stadium once you're in the seats and stuff. But when you're walking around Citizens Bank Ballpark, it is absolutely gorgeous. Everywhere. You can always see the field. You're not trapped. You got the big open. You got the stuff out in Ashburn Alley. It's open the whole game. The Yankees, they have the the monument park, but it's only open before the game. And that's if it wasn't raining. We didn't get to go because it was raining. Like the ballpark itself is just so except, uh, you know, open and fun and so many cool different things. Now you got the kids park, the little wiffle, wiffle ball. I remember when you had the, even beforehand with the, with the gun, you're shooting the hot dogs up into the, at the fanatic. You have the rock climbing wall. Now that you used to have the speed pitch where Chicky Chicky and Pete's was. It's, it's just fun to be there. It's the place to be for the summer. And hopefully it continues to be that way and the Phillies stay red hot. I want to thank everybody for listening to this. Another episode, the BSP podcast, go follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brendan Petrilli at the BSP podcast on TikTok too. I had a funny little TikTok, me and girlfriend, Sierra, getting her with a little peanut trick. Make sure you go like, comment, and subscribe. Shout out to the 215. Go birds. Dinger Delphia, baby. We're talking about the fightings, the fightings. <laughs>